listening to the Sermons Podcast for Ottawa Baptist Church. We pray that you will be blessed and encouraged by this week's message. I love Christmas, one of my favorite holidays of the year. And when we look at the season of Advent, we're now at our final week. And the theme of this week's message is love. How many of you know love is a powerful force? It will cause you at times to do things that you normally wouldn't do. If there is someone that you love that perhaps is in harm's way or their life is being threatened unexpectedly, you may very well, as an act of love, jump in to save that person from potential harm, to save their life. It's as if that love will suppress the natural instinct that we have as human beings for self-preservation because of the great love. Love is a powerful force. My wife and I have been married for over 20 years now, and the first time she saw me, it was love at first sight. (laughs) And and she may not agree, but but I was there. I was there, and I saw it, and I was an eyewitness. And we became friends, and over time, I started to tell those who were really close to me, I started to confess my feelings for her to them. And I started, yes, ah. And I started to confess these feelings, and the feelings grew to the point where I had to tell her directly what was in my heart, the feelings that I had for her. And after that confession, she cried for days. (laughs) I would like to think because of tears of joy, but I mean, it's open to interpretation. And a few months after dating, I asked her to marry me. And, man, we should keep up this theme, right? <laughs> Keywords, I love it, I love it. So after that, I, I started to make plans about how this whole proposal was going to work. I shared some of the plans with, with my friends, and my friends, they knew that I loved her, but they were so excited because the, the relationship status was going to intensify. It was going to travel to the next step, go even further, and they were excited. And I even enlisted some help for how this whole proposal, my whole plan, was going to work. The friends were able to help. And less than a year later, I proposed. And the love that I had for her intensified and intensified to the point where I arranged the most romantic proposal ever. And I won't share it with you. You're just going to have to take my word for it. Okay, maybe I'll share a little bit. So first... So at first, I did, looks like we're running out of time, so I'll, uh, maybe, maybe another day, maybe another day. But the plan was a bit extensive, so I enlisted some help, and it took time. It took time to arrange it, to put it together, and there was a certain timing and flow that took place. There were certain things that had to happen at step one, so that when we got to step three, step three would work. So there was this succession of, of events and a certain timing that had to take place. And at the end, the proposal ended with a ring on her finger. And my intent was to love her forever. And I'm sure she already knew that I loved her forever, but this step, the proposal demonstrated it very clearly. It was clear. After the proposal, I put a place, the ring on her finger, and that ring signified a future time where we would have a wedding. 
It pointed to a time where we would stand across from one another and declare love and commitment towards one another. And we would do so publicly. We would do it in front of friends and family and loved ones and even people who were just trying to get a free meal at a wedding reception. (laughs) We declared our love openly, publicly for everyone to see. And on that day, our wedding day, the intent of commitment became covenant. It became covenant. And in front of many witnesses and in front of the world, we confessed our love to one another. We exchanged rings as a sign of our commitment so that at any point in the future, if there was ever physical distance between us, we would be reminded of the love that we had for one another. And the ring would serve to notify everyone else of the love and commitment that we shared as husband and wife. That moment changed our life forever, and the last 20 years have been the best 20 years of her life. (laughs) Our love was visible, and it was powerful. Love is a powerful force. God created the world, and his decision to create the world generated from a place of love. If you think about this for a moment, when you consider the Godhead, Father, Son, and Spirit, this thing that we consider the Trinity, it was not lacking any good thing. There was no deficiency in this relationship that existed between the Father, Son, and Spirit. Why would they decide to create something? Why was that even a thought in their mind? Because amongst the Godhead dwelled this rich love And their desire was to create a habitation, to fill it with creatures, to fill it with human beings so that their love could be demonstrated on a place called Earth. What incredible love. The very act of creation itself that human beings would enjoy this relationship. They would enjoy this blessing. They would live lives of awe and worship as the creator of heaven and earth would pour his love and blessing upon them. But we know the story. We know that that we failed, and we failed miserably. But our failure could not overturn the incredible love that God had for his creation. Why? Love is a powerful force. You see, for generations, God demonstrated his love and commitment to the world. Even though we were in a fallen state, he showed people how they could know him. Here was this holy God, full of light and love, and here was this broken humanity. And God gave them clear direction. This is how you can still be in relationship with me. I will still teach you my ways, and you'll walk in my ways And even though, yes, you are imperfect, I will still pour out a blessing. That's my commitment to you. And God demonstrated this commitment over and over. At times, he intervened supernaturally for those when they were oppressed. We think of the great Exodus story. As his people lie in oppression, God raised them up and delivered them. And other times where he defeated powerful armies for the sake of his own people. The power of love. God sent messengers at times to warn people 
that they were headed on a path of destruction. And it would end in great tragedy. And so he would send people to use their voices to say, you're, you're headed the wrong way. Come back. Turn around. Come back to the one who loves you. He even chose special people, special nation. And he taught them to be a radiant light so that the world might know his love and his goodness. You see, God's people knew that he loved them. And what happened is over time, God began to share his special plan with his friends. He began to show them here and there what he was going to do. And some of these special friends were the prophets. And the prophets used their voices to declare that something huge was happening in the future. That God was sending a day of salvation. And oh, what a glorious day that would be. And God began to gather his people and inform them and tell them that a day would come when his relationship status with people would intensify. And it would grow. He loved the world. And the love that he had declared from the beginning would be made manifest in a single moment, in a single instant. And just as God, the creator, in the very beginning from a place of love declared, let there be light, he was now sending a new kind of light into the world. And this light would show the love of God in a greater way. This light would point people to the Father. And God was about to show the world his commitment. As God arranged these plans, as he informed his special friends, they grew excited about the future. And as people heard the message of the prophets, they too grew excited. God was allowing his friends to take place in his plan, in his declaration of incredible love. But the plan took some time. There were certain things that needed to happen before other things happened. There was waiting. But there was a time when the process and the timing all came together and everything was just right. And at the right time, an angel appeared to Mary and told her, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High God. The Lord will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. And a short time later, Mary gave birth to Jesus, the Son of the Most High. And on that night, in a single moment, the earth saw firsthand the incredible love that God had for creation, for humanity. The world saw God's commitment. And in the company of extended family, perhaps, in the, in the company of shepherds, in the company of angelic hosts, God was declaring to the world, I love you. And it was in plain sight for all to see. It was not hidden. And the presence of the Christ child on that night in Bethlehem was evidence of God's commitment and covenant and love for his creation. 
And if we ever move to a place where we begin to question, does God love the world, we can emphatically say yes, because his love was demonstrated 2,000 years ago on an evening in a town called Bethlehem. Love is a powerful force. I'll ask the band to join me up on stage. This Christ child, Jesus, would grow in favor with God and man, and he would embark on a powerful ministry journey. Jesus lived his life in the open. It was visible. It wasn't hidden. Every time he, he laid hands upon the sick and they were healed. Every time he preached powerfully. Every time he raised the dead. Every time he embraced the wounded, the hurting, the leper. Every action, every word sent this message to the world. God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. And that cry still goes out today. God loves the world. Love is a powerful force. And that great act of love, which was demonstrated 2,000 years ago, is still powerful today. Because that message still rings out. God loves the world, and we're reminded of that powerful message here at the time of Advent. The time where we celebrate Christ's coming. The demonstration of love in the world. And God's love is more powerful than we could ever imagine. His power and his love brings restoration to a weary world. His love breaks chains. His love is eternal. And his love is certain. His love is certain. And Advent is a time to reflect on that love. Advent is a time to celebrate that love. Advent is a time to rejoice in the truth that God loves the world. And it is my prayer that all of us and even those who are not in this building today would understand the power of that great love and the declaration of love and covenant and commitment that God made to people. 2,000 years ago on a night in Bethlehem, when he sent his son, and everything changed. Love is a powerful force. God, we thank you that you are a God of love. We thank you that you remove questions and doubts about this love that you give us. God, you declared your love from the very beginning and you further demonstrated that love through the coming of your son. God, that we can be made right with you. That the relationship that you desired in the very beginning when we opened up the book of Genesis, that relationship can now be restored, not because of anything that we've done, but because of your love and your faithfulness. And God, as we consider the Advent season, I pray that all of the themes of Advent, hope, joy, peace, love, that you, by the power of your Spirit, would make them real in our life. Father, don't let us walk away from this season without experiencing the power of your love. Thanks for checking out our sermons podcast today. For more information on Ottawa Baptist Church, please visit our website at www. 
www.ottawabaptist.com. <laughs>